Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 471. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio, the show where we help entrepreneurs, business owners, and CEOs from around the world to skyrocket their sales and multiply their profits. I am your host, Kelly Roach. Now let's get down to business. Today we have on the show Thor Conklin. He is an entrepreneur, profitability consultant, and the host of the Peak Performers Podcast. He is 19 years in as an entrepreneur, and he has helped serve clients around the world with a combined revenue level of $12.7 billion. They're located in over 100 countries worldwide, and today he is breaking down the simple strategies he is using every single day to help his multi-million and billion-dollar clients to achieve peak profitability. The strategies we're talking about today are simple things you can take action on right away to intensify the growth of sustainable, profitable execution in your company. So so Thor, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on. We are so excited to have you here. Now, you guys, Thor, as you heard in his bio already, is the expert on helping entrepreneurs identify the profit leaks in their business so that they can reel it back in and make the money that they deserve. So Thor, why don't you kind of open up the conversation with some of the you know, quick fixes that you see are issues in most small businesses that our listeners should take a quick audit of after listening to the show today. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you know, I think the first step is really understanding who you are. You know, so often I see small business owners, they don't really understand who they are and what their business is all about. And then, of course, the next step is, you know, who do you serve? Really understanding who that ideal customer is. So all of your marketing, all of your focus is on them, and you're doing it in such a way that the people that don't fit your ideal model are, are repelled by you. They just are not attracted to you. You know, uh, <laughs> For example, us, uh, we serve entrepreneurs that earn at least a half a million dollars personally and have a business between two million and a hundred million. They're hungry. They want to get to the next level. They're out of balance. They want more time. They want more money. They want more freedom. So we understand that and that's not for everyone. So I see that an awful lot. The other thing I see an awful lot of is they take in revenue and one, they mistake revenue for for profits or, or cash that they can spend which of course is a big mistake, but taking care of the three things that matter most first. And that is, I call top taxes, owner's compensation, and profits. Before you spend a nickel paying the rent and the overhead and all the things associated with the business, figure out what you want to take from the business, figure out what your taxes are, put that money in a separate account, and then also pull out your profits. And then after you've taken those three things out, What's left is what you run the business with. Yeah. And I think that is such an important reminder. You know, we talk about the profit first model. I mean, that I wouldn't even say reminder because unfortunately, there's such a lack of financial literacy and education in the entrepreneur space. There's so much education around sales and marketing and (laughs) growth strategies, but there's very little financial education, right? And so some of this stuff, you know, a business owner could be in business three, five years and still not really have a handle on those things that you just described. 
Yeah, no question. And, and you know, and very often, even if it's more, they're more sophisticated, they look at their uh, balance sheet, or not their balance sheet, their P&L, and they're like, hey, I've got net profits. So I made money and that's great. I had a manufacturing company for 10 years. And one year we had a tremendous net profit. And my accountant said, congratulations, you owe this much in tax. I'm like, wait a second, there's no money in the account. Like if I had all this profit, where all the cash go? And the answer was it was wrapped up in inventory. I had millions of dollars worth of inventory, which didn't affect the net profits, but I had no cash left. So I made a that, – that really stinks when you make a huge profit and there's no cash left over for anything. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. So tell, tell the listeners a little bit about some of the kind of simple systems that you recommend for getting these three things for the top in place and kind of working like clockwork in their business. Because I'm sure you have your own defined system for that. Yeah. The, the first thing is, is that we have to get out of our own way, right? If you have controls over everything, it's really easy to dip in there and say, you know, I, I've got this great marketing idea and I want to uh, deploy this money for this. So it takes self-discipline. You've got to have a written plan that this happens on this particular date. This money moves out of this account into the other account. You mentioned profit first. Great, great book. Uh, and these principles are outlined in there. You know, you've got to have a discipline to do that. And I also share it with my team. I said, look, this is our objectives. This is where we're going. Hold me accountable to make sure that I don't find that, you know, that neat little thing that we absolutely have to in order to grow our business. And I think another thing that I see an awful lot in smaller businesses is that they love pimping out their business. You know, a folding chair works just as good as a $1,000 ergonomic chair. Uh, a simple desk works just as good as all the fancy desks, a computer. There's a, there's a desire to kind of put on a facade, keep expenses low. Remember, every dollar that comes into that organization, you get to keep all of it except for the stuff that you spend. Yes. So, you know, it, it's, this is here for a reason. It, it, it takes discipline. Um, one of the things that, uh, first of all, I'm very disciplined in the structure, and I want to share something that uh, I found very helpful, and it, and it doesn't so much relate to the discipline of, of taking that money out is, you know, in the beginning, a lot of the responsibilities are all yours, right? You're the sales, you're the marketing, you're the delivery, you're, you're everything, and as soon as you can figure out that you can take a few dollars and start to hire that virtual assistant, um, and you can find some amazing virtual assistants around the world for $7, $8 an hour. And in their country, that's an amazing wage. Find some folks that you can build a team around you. You know, I explained a little bit about who our core um, ideal client is. Even at that level, they've stopped themselves because they've gotten so constrained because everything flows through them. And one of the first things we start to work on is – Figure out how to build that team around you because if you can take some of the lower uh, responsibilities and give them to someone else who really enjoys doing those, that can call, catapult your business to the next level. Well, yeah, and, and also help you have the time and space to think clearly and strategically. Right? Yeah, that's because that's really what you're getting at here is is having a money strategy in your business so that you can achieve the outcomes that you ultimately want. And I always say people always feel like in entrepreneurship that systems and discipline are constraining 
and they want to avoid them when in reality it's just the opposite, right? The discipline yeah. around moving the money and putting it certain places and sticking to your commitments to yourself is what ultimately results in there being cash in the account at the end of the month, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a whole reason why we have a business. You know, a lot of times we get distracted in kind of our overall, I, I want to change the world. Great. You know, sometimes that takes capital. We want to save the environment. Great. Sometimes that takes capital. Profits give you the ability to do more things. Oh, I could not agree more. I think that that's a huge missing understanding in entrepreneurship. I think many times, you know, entrepreneurs either undercharge because of a lack of confidence or feeling guilty or they don't want to claim their their focus on making money and earning and you know all of that for a huge variety of reasons but i think one of the big ones is just as you just mentioned there thor you know people feel like you know oh well i want to make a difference i want to impact people you know i want to give back well all of those things actually do require money. You have to make money to be able to give money. And there's not many people you can help if you're broke, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So what are some of the other you know, money mistakes that you see, even with these very successful businesses, that when you help them put a better defined strategy in place, you, know, you really see their profits soar? You know, one of the things that I see an awful lot and it doesn't matter about the size of the business. Everybody's chasing that new client and they're not focused on their existing client. 90% of our business comes from referrals from our existing clients, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. We spend an awful lot of time focused on our existing clients, taking care of them, nurturing those relationships and getting referrals off of them. It's this constant push of, okay, I've got you now, now next, 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 next. And it, they start to feel that. Oh my but God, when you so go, good. So yeah. good. It needs to be screamed from the rooftop. I could not agree more. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your phone. Yeah, no, yet, no, that, that's okay. That's, I just want to put an exclamation point on that because I think everyone re really needs to like hit rewind and like listen to that again. Yeah, and, and we put our, you know, our money where our mouth is. Every single one of our client, no matter where they got involved in the process, whatever their rate was when they got involved with us, it stays there for lifetime. Our rates are now double what they were, but the clients that were with us from the beginning still pay the same rate that they were in the beginning. You know, I, I, you look at like the cell phone companies and the uh, Comcast and the cable companies. It's like, hey, we have a great deal for $19.99 a month for the next year. But if you're an existing customer, you still have to pay $200 a month. It's like, but why? It's terrible. Yes. It is. Yes. I couldn't it agree more. It creates churn. You don't want to create churn. Getting new clients is expensive. Getting new clients is a lot of effort. Take care of the ones that you have. Look, my sales process is very easy. I get a phone call. It's like, hi, this is Bob. You know, Sally uh, said to call you. She said, I'd be stupid if we didn't do business with you. I don't know what you do and I don't know how much you charge, but you're hired. Those are the kind of conversations that you want. Yes, absolutely. So, so pay attention, t pay attention to your existing, uh, your existing clients. Um, also, as you start to charge more, we charge a premium for what we do and we're not right for everyone. But what's interesting is we started to attract a different type of clientele and this clientele wasn't interested in doing business with us when our rates were lower because there was a perceived value that what we were giving them was lower than what it actually was. 
Oh my gosh. I literally have that conversation on our coaching calls every single week. I think it's an epidemic amongst entrepreneurs. They actually don't realize how much they are damaging their brands and mispositioning their businesses by undercharging. You're absolutely right. Their ideal client uh, don't want to work with them because they see what they're charging and they figure, oh, that's that's for low level people. That's not for me. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's scary. You know, I I remember it was uh, Thanksgiving. I was in Florida. I met a friend for uh, for Thanksgiving and we were talking. We're talking about business. What are you doing next year and so forth? It's like, how much do you charge? I told her and she's like, wow, why aren't you charging double? And I'm like, oh, you know, I, I started to kind of sweat a little bit. I'm like, I don't know what would happen. And she goes, I don't know what would happen. And she goes, are you going to step up? And I was like, all right, now, now, now you challenge me. Now, now you got Thor kind of, you know, I'm yes. ready. And, 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 but I tell you, I was scared. Mm-hmm. I was scared too. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we did it, the world opened up. Yes. Yes. Love so just it. have that faith jump into it. It's it's so true. And I think, you know, it's one of the things that people have the most anxiety about, but it's it's also one of the fastest easiest things that you can do like in an instant, right? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that's awesome. I would love to talk a little bit more about your referral strategy and and what you do with your current clients to really drive 90% of your, you know, client growth through referrals because I actually think that's such a huge missed opportunity for entrepreneurs. And yeah. I think that people almost consider that like old school. We focus very heavily on referral based business as well. We love, you know, because good people know good people, right? It's like yeah. when you have a good client, you want the people that associate with that type of person, right? So yep. what are some of your favorite things that you do consistently with your current clients to drive that? It's all about providing value. And not in the value in the sense that through the services that they've purchased from you. Mm-hmm. That, that's a, that's a mm-hmm. given. Yeah. It's about adding extra value that has nothing to do with the engagement that you're involved in. Just yesterday, I was at a client. I coach his entire team. It's a larger organization. They're an investment firm. And I, I said, well, you know, what's your strategy for next year? He goes, you know, we really want to get into solar. I'm like, all right, he told me this a couple of weeks ago. So I started hunting around. I'm like, who do I know in solar? So I found somebody. I'm like, these guys need to meet each other. So I brought them in for a meeting. They had a meeting yesterday. Anyway, they hit it off absolutely perfectly. And there's a complete alignment with the two of them. Now, does it mean anything for me? No, but I'm continuing to find ways of how I can support my client to get them to the next level. So it's about giving, 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 giving. And I get phone calls from him probably once a month. Call this guy. It's already teed up. Call this guy. It's already teed up. Call this woman. It's already teed up. I'm not sitting there going, do you have a referral for me this month? Mm -hmm. They just come because I'm giving value. Oh my gosh. I think becoming a connector for your clients is literally one of the most valuable things that you can possibly do to reinforce your brand above and beyond the services, obviously, that they're investing in. And I, I love how you, you know, walked through that example because I think that's an opportunity for for all businesses. And again, these are simple things that someone can listen to the show now and go take action on tomorrow. And and they work, right? Yeah. And the next thing is, is if someone has expressed interest or done business with you in the past, stay in touch with them. I have a client down in Florida. It's a law firm. And I said, how many clients or prospects have you had over the last 10 years? 4,000. I'm like, great. What's your follow-up system for him? 
Well, you know, if they're a client, we really don't follow up. We send them a newsletter. Uh, if they're a prospect that called us and didn't engage with us, we usually follow up, you know, once or twice within a week. I'm like, what? You, you, that's it? I said, look, you're, I want you to do a little experiment for me. I don't care. Pick 10 people out of your database. I don't even care who they are, whether they're customers in the past or just the prospect that even inquired. Pick up the phone and just say, hi, this is Jeff. I really appreciate you inquiring, you know, six months ago. You didn't engage us. So I guess we weren't a fit or something other, you know, wasn't in, in line. But I just want to say thank you. And this is my cell phone number. And if you need anything, just call me. He calls me back two days later. He's like, uh, or, um, I got two new accounts. I'm like, really? Out of 10 people? Mm-hmm. I said, maybe we should be doing that. And he's like, maybe we should. Yeah. It took, it took me literally four years. I had a manufacturing company where we sold equipment that goes into nail salons. It took me four years to get a client. They wanted to replace their equipment. It wasn't the right time. I followed up every six months. Hi, how things going? What's going on? Can we be a service? No, 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 no. Four years, but it's a forty thousand dollars sale. Right. That's that's it. Stay but I, engaged. I think, I think you're hitting on another key point. These are like the things that are the lost. They're the lost art of of doing business, right? That that I always say. You know, people always. Um, have so much negativity to share about either their time in corporate or how corporations are run. However, corporations were started by entrepreneurs who, you know, executed the basics the right way and, and grew into billion dollar corporations. And a lot of these things that you're talking about are the simple, basic things that good business people have at the foundation of their growth strategy that in many instances have not carried over to online entrepreneurship. Right. Everybody wants everything online, automatic, automatic yeah. chat bot, mm-hmm. and they don't want to talk to their customer. Look at some of the websites. They don't even have a phone number to reach out to get mm-hmm. any assistance. Mm-hmm. Do the opposite of what most people are doing. You want to stand out? Do the opposite. Could not agree more. Beautiful, beautiful. So, um, if there's if there's like three pieces of pieces of advice that you would want to give to our listeners, that would be like key takeaways from our show today or from what you teach. What what would be like kind of the top three you would want to give them? Yeah, with every one of our clients who come to us on the basis of their business, we have a a pillar system or foundation that we work with every single one of them. The first pillar is physical health. Next one is mental health, relationships, which include relationships with your significant other, your employees, your customers, your prospects, your creator, anything that has to do with a relationship. And then the last one is business. And It's interesting because most people come, well, all of them come based on the business, but if those other three pillars are not secured and built and strengthened, you're going to tip over one day. So make sure that you have a strong foundation. Uh, The other thing is, is micro commitments. You know, we all want to go from A to Z in one step, but if you take your biggest problem and you just made it 1% better tomorrow and you did that for 30 days, at the end of 30 days, it's completely resolved. It's counterintuitive but what we want, but things are taken in when they're done in small bites. That's how you get it done. I, I finished two Ironmans last year, and I remember on the run, I didn't say I had 26 miles to go. 
what I said is I just got to get to that next stop sign. I just got to get to that next cone. I just have to get to this next thing. And then you push through that and all of a sudden you just start clicking them off, clicking them off, clicking them off. Um, and the, the last piece that uh, I would give everybody is, you know, if you want things to improve, you've got to track, measure, and adjust. The things that get measured, the things that get tracked are the things that start to get better. And the only way to grow in a business is to do things better than you're doing them now, because otherwise you'd be all the, be there already. Brilliant. Brilliant. I love it. Everything that you shared today is so simple, powerful, and immediately actionable. No one has an excuse to not take action in today's <laughs> episode because you gave them stuff that, that everyone listening can do and they can do it right away. So um, let's talk a little bit, Thor, about where you show up, where you hang out, where people can connect with you, where they can learn from you. What are the places that you're spending the most time these days? Yeah, thank you. Well, first of all, I'm very blessed because I have a unique name, Thor Conklin. So besides uh, a pit bull on Facebook, <laughs> I- I'm the only other Thor Conklin. We'll be able to find you. We'll be able to yeah, find he's you. very adorable. He's probably better looking than I am. But uh, so I'm easy to find. All my social media outlets are Thor Conklin. So very easy to find. Uh, email address that I'll give you. And I'll tell you why I'm giving you the, the email address. It's Thor at ThorConklin.com. Um, what I'd like to do is if anybody is struggling with something very difficult in their business and if they send me an email to Thor at ThorConklin.com, you're not going to end up on some sort of drip campaign or anything. If you send me it, your biggest problem with 50 words or less, I will send you back a personal email. It may take a little while because I get a lot of these inquiries with a four-step process to absolutely eliminate that problem or at the very least reduce it to the point where it's no longer a big issue. Love it. That's so, so powerful. So I hope that so many of our listeners will take advantage of that. We'll include your email in the show notes. Thank you so, so much. And uh, you shared so much today that is, uh, you know, like I said already, immediately actionable, incredibly valuable, very straightforward. You know, really appreciate everything that you shared here today, Thor. Yeah, it's all about execution. I do a lot of speaking and uh, a lot of times people say, hey, I want you to come in and give a motivational speech. I'm like, "Eh, no, I don't really like to do those. I can do them. I'm actually pretty good at them. But I want people to walk away with something that they can execute on because knowledge is not power. The ability to execute on that knowledge, that's power. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely that is a great note to end this show on, because unless you execute it, nothing you learn matters. Right. That's your correct. Correct. All right. All right. Well, Thor, thanks so much for coming on the show. So much value here, guys. I hope you'll take action on some of Thor's advice right away. Definitely reach out to him if you have a problem in your business you want help solving. And as always, thank you all so, so much for being listeners of Unstoppable Success Radio. Until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Hold on, one more thing before you go. As a valued listener of Unstoppable Success Radio, I want to help you build your business, not just during the times that you're listening to the show, but all day, every day, every week of the year. I have a new Facebook group called The Tribe of Unstoppables, and it's a place for you to come gather with other successful, driven, passionate entrepreneurs creating financial freedom for their families and building a life and legacy of impact and significance. If you want to be a part of the community where you can network, get leads, get gain referrals, build your business, and get unbelievable free trainings for myself and my team, go to kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash community. That's kellyroachcoaching.com 
facebook.com forward slash community, or you can just pop into Facebook and search Tribe of Unstoppables. Drop me a note and let me know when you join. Can't wait to see you there.